Hello. How's it going? I think we can actually, I don't know if that's just, I can hear it through the headphones, but we have the match going on right now. We do, we do have the match going on. The yeah. match. The, is it the only match? It's probably one of the only matches. It's got to be the only match because they're making, they're, they're changing the rules. They're playing in the dark. Yeah. That was crazy. So we sat here and just watched that, and that was uh, Pass is playing, and uh, Krajanovic. 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 Krajanovic was just up 5-3, and unfortunately did not serve out the uh, the set. So he was up earlier in the first set as well, but it was unfortunately did not serve out this, this second set, or this third set. And they said they weren't going to keep playing, they were going to play one more game, and Kraunovic lost that game, didn't serve it out, Tsitsipas broke back, and now they are playing out the, the set. I don't know what's going on. It's chaos. They probably want to get it to five all, so it's more simple just to stop, to end it. Look at this. They, they, he can't see the ball. <laughs> Tsitsipas is playing really, really well. Yeah. He has 17. He has it, After that now, he has, what, 18 forehand winners or it's something? It's still nothing like another match that we'll talk about. Yeah. Dominic against Dominic against. Bublik, Sasha Bublik. I didn't see the match, but well, in four sets, you Sasha Bublik hit fifty-one oh winners. Oh my god, fifty-one forehand winners in four sets, That's and he wild. still lost. That's wild. Yeah, that is that doesn't even make sense to me. You must just be hitting as hard as you can on every single shot, and a lot of deuces. They're stopping here. Yeah, yeah. they got to. Okay, so they're actually stop or yeah, they're actually stopping now at five all. At five all, that was that was a funky little happenings on the tournament. There, it was wild. Uh, I've never seen anything like that. The only time, actually, the only time that has happened was here at the French Open when Gelmonfis and them and his opponent decided to play until it was completely dark and they were just playing from the lights of the broadcast center. Basically, wow, that was years ago though. So they just didn't care. Yeah. I don't know. This if it is was in or out. You would just imagine that. I feel like a, tur- a tournament would have this type of stuff down, especially a slam. Yeah. Well, if they leave so much up to the players to decide, yeah, then it makes sense that they'll let them, you know, play a little. Yeah. Bit, I guess tennis does kind of have that to. that precedent where. Yeah, it doesn't need to be as standardized in in terms of of those kinds of things like light. Yeah. If both players are okay with it, then why not? Yeah. But, I mean, the solution would be just to get lights. Yeah. Why be don't they have lights? Tradition. Really? It's got to be something like that, right? It's not like they don't have the money for lights. Yeah. They have the money for, you know, everything else that they could want, anything that they want except for lights. They're redoing the whole know. thing for 2024 Olympics as well. Are, they are? That's going to yeah. be amazing. They're tearing down uh, one of the stadiums, so... Just, I think, Katie Shikori's match, who went to five as well. By the way, he has the best record. 2024 Olympics. Yeah, 2024 Olympics. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah. yeah. So what they're doing is they're tearing down that court, which Katie Shikori just played on. I forget what the court is called, but they're making that like a garden, and then it's going to be an open space for fans to then oh, spend nice. time. But um, I, I'm assuming they're expanding things. They're also, uh, oh, yeah, they rounded out the top of the stadium on on the Philippe Chatrier. Chatrier, I think. The large one? Yeah. This one? Mm-hmm. And they do plan to put a roof on there at some point, I'd imagine. There's been talks Probably. of it. If you have a roof, though, just get lights. Yeah, if you have a roof and no, no, no lights, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Well, they'll have lights then, but I would. I feel like it doesn't go tournament, big stadium, roof. I feel like it goes tournament, let's have night matches first. 
then start putting then, stadiums on our yeah. shit. <laughs> like, or let's start putting roofs on our shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, what they could, I don't know. They could put like, maybe they would put a clear roof on a glass roof. Just oh a dome that drop over the top. Of it. <laughs> the French, they, they, uh, they would have to fly like a helicopter yeah. over every time to drop it on. Well, they would, oh yeah, they wouldn't. They'd be extravagant. They wouldn't be able to take it off. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. They'd have two. <laughs> no, no, no. They'd make it a. Clamshell. No, not like that. I'm saying they go completely extravagant. They make it removable. And every time they want to put it on, they just have helicopters flying. Like a thousand. Yeah. And they drop the glass roof on and then. So have you watched any of the matches? Uh, I watched, I was watching Rafa today and I watched the end of the Fed match. I watched, is... yeah, I caught both of those. Yeah. Rafa was, you know, pretty, pretty phenomenal like usual which mm-hmm. is good to see because you don't want them to be bad at a tournament yeah. it lowers especially the quality the of play for the rest of the tournament and especially in that first set that was uh outclassing on clay yeah. at its best i was really surprised i mean i didn't think that anyone was going to be able to get a set off of rafa and mm-hmm. david goffin did it yeah goffin. and he he did it too but also it's not just that it's the fact that he did it after only winning one point on rafa's serve yeah. In the first set. And that was 6-1. That was a yeah. blistering first well, set. Well, he, he came back in in the in the. He definitely looked second, like he played In the second set. Better. And then in the third set, obviously, he won that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those... And then the fourth fourth set, he, he wasn't playing, you know, really, really terribly either. But Rafa was just doing what he normally does. Yeah. Which is, on clay, I mean, what are you going to... I, I, there's part of me they sh- they showed it on the broadcast and I don't know how I feel about this. I'm kind of torn. And they said what David Goffin needs to do something about his backhand or whatever, and then he needs to hope for a miracle. Yeah, which part of me thinks. Uh, I, I mean, think they- I, I really think pretty much every player can do it. I, I think every player has the the capabilities to do it. It's just it's the odds are not in your favor. So then are you talk are we really talking like oh man he might actually need some sort of a miracle. No, yeah. I mean I think that what <laughs> they don't mean Rafa needs to be struck by lightning or something like that. Yeah, no, I'm that saying would like probably he just help needs him out. terrible. Yeah, but oh, yeah. They, I think they they probably mean at that point like David Goffin needs to be like struck by lightning and become like the best player ever for like a couple He needs to become like hours. the Thor of tennis. Yeah, exactly. Just for just for a bit, not for yeah. You know, not for too long. Yeah, which was, I mean, it was good to see him get another set. And they were talking, too. I, they, I, I've made this point before. They were saying that uh, he is extremely light on his feet. And I didn't realize that he is, uh, like, I know he's a little bit shorter in stature. I've seen that. And then even someone like Federer has supposedly 30 pounds on him, which is pretty wild. Just to kind of show the, uh, what is it, the variation in players that you have. In body sizes. Yeah. And even how light Fed is on his feet, which is something that's also fascinating. Yeah. That even though he is 30 pounds heavier, he can actually just uh, still find and manage his foot, his feet where they need to be and then hit the shots he needs to hit, obviously. And one thing I want to say, too, especially about Fed, and then could you pull up the matches possibly? Yes. Yeah. And then um, one thing about Fed is that I think... It is just it's just getting harder for him. Even though he won today routinely, he was playing against a young twenty year old. When they have those spurts, it seems to be more difficult for him to manage. Yeah. Well, yeah, in the third set. Yeah. Which went to a tiebreaker. Yeah. That was a good. That was a that was a good set of tennis. So yeah. For both players, I think that um, even if they're 
like say they're both playing well um it's fed is just there there it is not as invulnerable as he was back in I the agree. day you know and so when they do play well these these uh these players definitely have a lot more confidence so and we then, have yesterday and today yeah mm-hmm. and we we kind of covered the Tsitsipas match but Fognini that is one that is surprising uh, he's still moving forward and being real successful at this tournament which is good to see cuz he is what is the farthest he's gotten into a slam I don't, I don't know, know. Uh, and this uh I mean this is setting him up for cuz he he performed real well in the clay season this would set him up to be the farthest that he's been yet which would be really exciting to see It would be I'm not the biggest fan of Fanini Yeah it would just be cool to see like I don't watch him as much as well I think that uh from I like him. I like him a lot, but I yeah. like I don't from a tennis. He's perspective. not a he's not a player who I like to see go this far mm-hmm. in tournaments because he's so dangerous to <laughs> Dominic. Um, he's another one that that has a pretty good record against him. You have uh, you have mapped it out all in your head for the dom- for Dominic. Yeah, exactly victories. for his matches for his matchups, and I don't. I just don't want want a play him to lose to anyone other than Novak or Rafa. Yeah. Right? What if he That's, loses to Fed? He he won't. He won't. No, <laughs> he won't decided. lose to Fed. Not on clay. Not on clay, no. And it's, not in general. I mean yeah. the last he played Federer twice this year and he beat him both times. Yeah. So I think uh and the one at Indian Wells was a lot bigger than the one on clay because yeah. Dominic performed so much better on clay and his style. But I think we I wouldn't be surprised to see that if Fed and Dominic played that Fed would, might be the underdog as well, especially after how the well, performances he, went this year. I think he, he he absolutely is when he's playing on clay against Dominic right now, right? No, that, that um Dominic wouldn't be the underdog. The, the Dominic that. wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. Federer. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Federer Federer would be, Federer the, would be yeah. yeah. Uh or betting odds or whatever, right? Because yeah, he was the betting, betting odds, odds again, that would be, it would be the same case. So so mm. absolutely. Yeah. Roger would be it would be an upset if yeah. Roger beat Dominic. Yeah. Even though, he, and that, but that's what people would call it too. Yeah. If you if in in you would have better odds betting on, I mean your odds would be better on Dominic, but you yeah. win more on Roger. Yeah. And it, I mean, it still wouldn't be that outlandish. No, it wouldn't Federer be outlandish. Yeah. Beat Dominic because Federer is Federer, but yeah. you can do anything. But it's not like, I mean, Dominic has enough confidence to play against Federer. I know he can beat him, mm-hmm. and he's which is. That is something that we have not seen before. We have not except seen for the, with like Rafa and Novak. Yeah, Rafa and Novak, but I think that that doesn't count. And uh, I don't think it or it counts. But what I mean is that it doesn't equate. Yeah, as well because Dominic is the first player that is coming outside of that um, that top three or top four, if you want to call it, if you include Murray for a very long time. That has now it looks like he might be able to challenge one of those players consistently. Yeah, and just one of them. Yeah, and he has beaten Novak. He's beat. He's beaten all of them. He has. Has he? Has he yeah. beaten Andy? I don't know if he's beaten Andy, but he's beaten all the ones that can that can compete right now. That he has compete, beaten all yeah. of them. Yeah, he's beaten them all. Mm-hmm. He usually gets at least one win against Rafa. Yep. A year and at least one. And he has a win on on clay against Rafa. This year, yeah. Yeah. He has he has three wins on clay against Rafa. Yeah. There you go. Maybe 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 even maybe four now. Yeah. It's gonna be four after the French Open is over. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not picking Dominic, but if Dominic wins, I'll be happy for you. I'll be happy for you, Ted. 
I'll be happy for Dominic. That's the thing. And then you're a Dominic fan. You're happy for him. You're not happy for his fans. (laughs) Is it? It's the other way around. When the other, I'm so happy. uh, Like if your friend is rooting for someone else, dude, I'm happy for you. They won. I'm just yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking about the the sincerity of spirit that Dominic inspires in his fans. Oh, okay. Not as much Rafa and Roger become all campish and everybody's fighting about which one's the greatest of all time. (laughs) With Dominic, it's not like that. Because oh, yeah. he's not even in the running to be yeah. the greatest. He's just, just a, a pure fan. fan You're you know? a pure fan, and and he's just a pure player. It, there's <laughs> nothing sullied or 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 you know, or um, uh, I don't know what I would want to say. Illicit about the relationship between Dominic and the fans. Yeah, he has more of a relationship with with animals. He does, yeah, well, exactly, well, and that's well, one of the reasons why, because he's obviously he he he's one of those people that's like, oh, he cares more about animals, I think, than he does about most things, yeah. which is nice. Mm-hmm. And I so, think that's nice. <laughs> on on lieu of Tad's uh, excitement for the Dominic uh, performance, this this role in Garros, it I mean, it really does set him up to really perform well, especially. He, yeah, know. and he hasn't had really that much of a challenge. He he lost that set against Bublik, and then. And then almost lost a second set against Bublik mm-hmm. as well, but Dominic only hit fourteen unforced errors. In yeah, which match, for him for him is low. Yeah, for him is low. And he and he knew he had to. Or do I'd have that. to look at the numbers, but I'd imagine for him that it's low. It is low. Dominic normally hits a lot of. Well, it's not that. It's it's not that. It's lower than average, but it's not that so much lower than average. That it's out of out of the ordinary. Yeah. He he normally actually since he started playing really well, has been hitting less and less unforced errors. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that has somewhat to do with the factor of how he's hitting. I wonder if he's toning it down or... Because he already hits so much RPM and he hits so big on the ball. Yeah, I wonder if he is maybe adjusting his placement more or I'd have to go back and watch like a lot of matches. Maybe like... Uh, well, he, Matt, has the like, new, he has that new coach. Yeah. And who's his coach now? Uh, Nicholas Massou. Yeah, Masson. and it would be maybe he is harnessing that a little bit better, or teaching him when to use that incredible power. Yeah, and when to place it. So instead of just trying to hit it past and hit the uh, my one of my favorites hit the felt off the ball. Yeah, on every single one. Well, who knows? So we have we had that match, Bublik yeah. and and Dominic, which yeah. I thought I don't think that that was a highlight, but but Sasha Bublik was like a really really phenomenal. Um, player to watch he's so mm-hmm. interesting he he just hit he he hits a t- huge variety of shots mm-hmm. so it's not like it's not it, it's still big hitting it's still like yeah. players that are just trying to blast the ball but but bublik bublik takes everything really really early yeah and you're gonna be happy about this one as we look fernando verdasco is also out yes who we were saying to or you were saying that he for some reason just Gets into the head. Yeah. And a lot of this French is... players have lost. Um, there's uh, the players, that, uh, as I look at the the flags and the players that are still in, because uh, I was thinking Gal Monfils also is someone that uh, Dominic might have to face potentially. Um, but a lot of French players have lost. And maybe the ones that you didn't think were going to get through seem to have gotten through. Like the not seated ones, like Tsonga is out, uh, who would hope to see perform a little bit better as his career starts to kind of wind down. And then uh, Gasquet is out. More of like the bigger French guys, yeah, like the bigger names, I guess. Is Benoit Pair is yeah. going to play Kei Nishikori on Sunday. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. one match. Yeah, which I'd imagine that that is a fascinating match, but I don't think that um, Benoit will beat Kay. I don't think 
that will happen. Unless uh, Nishikori, somewhat injury prone as well. That's one thing to note. And he, uh, even though he has one of the most winning uh, five set records, I think he's like, what, 24 and six now or something. He's one of the best at five set matches. He's only behind Borg now, I think they said on the broadcast. Um, if he has a lot of those, even though it is clay, I, I'd imagine that that's going to start taking a toll on his body because he is. I think I personally think he's injury prone. I'd have to look at like he, yeah, where, he does. He does get he does pick up, you know, but never like never as bad as like Juan Martín del Potro or someone like that. Yeah. Obviously, who just took months of time off. Exactly, and he has to sort of do that every year. It seems like, mm-hmm. and then he comes back for you know a short season that usually sees him able to maintain his top 10 ranking just because he's so much better than everyone else in the game that he doesn't even have to play all the time. He's like, Roger, (laughs) he is, he is one of those players that's just absolutely like legendary and, and, and holds like a, a special place in in the game, right? He has so much, so much permission to do whatever he wants. I think so. Yeah, of course he beat Roger, uh, at the U S open after being down and beat Rafa before that. Yeah. He and, Rafa and then Roger. Yeah, he was very. He was kind of young too when he did that. He's yeah, a, he's a little. He's younger than you would think. Uh, yeah, he's thirty. Yeah, he's thirty. So he's not as old as Novak and Rafa. Are what thirty two now? Thirty two. Yeah. They're both. So turning. a lot of people think they're kind, or not a lot of people. I don't know, but it, I sometimes I equate them in age. Think they're like the same age, but two years is a big difference in professional sports. Yeah, and they're five years younger than Roger. Yeah, which so. is. That is a big difference. Well, yeah. especially at that point. It but it's incredible be as big to see how at 20 and 25. But. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's wild to see how Roger is still yeah. still trucking away and plugging away at this uh at this age. One I'd love to I mean, I know everybody would. I'd love to see behind the scenes and I I would imagine if if I if I had to think and try and postulate what would be his training regimen now. I'd imagine he trains in very short sessions now and that he does very, like very effective. This is what I want to work on. This might be what I'm having fun doing and that it's more just about priming his brain and then keeping in shape and then doing lots of recovery. I imagine he's doing oodles and boodles of recovery mm-hmm. um, and it, more focusing on that because he, the thing is, is for a player like him, he is widely considered the goat by a lot of people. That's a conversation if we want to get in the Rafa, Roger camp, Novak camp, uh, and get get in there and argue about it. That's a different conversation. But, um, I mean, at his age and how he's still able to perform this way, just his ability to, like, he already can do everything that he needs to do on court. It's more about just managing, I would say, his mental status and is he ready to go into certain tournaments and big tournaments. And that's why I think, like, as he's gotten older, he's not afraid to take that time off. Whereas well, before, he doesn't have he doesn't you know have to really yeah if he doesn't have a lot of points to defend, which is big too. Nick Mahout, Nicholas Mahout is still yep. in mm-hmm. doubles. That's the big. Uh, is he out of singles now? He's out of singles. Yeah, and he performed well actually for him at a slam because he's so, he had to actually got a wild card here. Well, he's he's older too. He's, yeah, he, I think he's he's the same age as Roger. Yeah, he actually has uh, the grand slam in doubles as well. He's one. He does. Single. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's the defending champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. um, what are you gonna say? He normally plays with Pierre Herbert. He, I think, he has that with Herbert. Mm-hmm. But he is not playing with Herbert. He's playing with Melzer. Really? 
Yeah. And is Herbert Herbert not in the tournament or No, Herbert Herbert was the was the French player who who he's he's a really excellent player. He's he supposedly played the best match of the tournament so far against Benoit Pair. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So but I haven't watched that match. That was according to Andy Murray. Okay. Andy watched it and said that it was He is a uh, supposedly match. a a um what is it? A film geek for Andy? tennis. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, that Supposedly sense. uh I I've heard this before. I don't know. This is from my memory, so I, I I'm pretty sure I know where I heard it, but I don't know if it's exactly true. But supposedly he just has a laptop and it has just so many matches just on it that if he needs to go and kind of watch a player and see what he needs to pick up on, he can go and just watch that whenever he wants. Like he has some sort of data. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. He pro- well he probably yeah, he probably just has you know there's probably there's obviously databases out there and if you're Andy Murray, mm-hmm. somebody probably says something to you like, Hey, I have this database yeah. of all the tennis matches that happened in the last ten years. Do you want to watch if you want to watch it or you want access to it and then they just give him a login. Yeah. Andy doesn't have to pay for stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Andy shouldn't have to pay for anything. No. Not after his goodbye in Australia to then return. To then return. And people are people are doubting about I've seen a bunch of people who have said or talked with a bunch of people who thought that he's just coming back to um to retire more officially that's not true i'm pretty sure that he's gonna he's not even playing singles for one thing he's Anymore? only playing he's, he's only playing doubles from now on and he, no, no no just just as he starts to try and get back into the game mm. and he he's actually he's played a lot of doubles in davis cup with his brother he has yeah and yeah, that's pretty cool so he's going to he's going to start back into um at with doubles at wimbledon okay that and, is not a bad move. Yeah. That is not, and it, it it'll be exciting for doubles as well. Because one thing too, uh, doubles really does not get the the um, the viewership that it yeah. does. like everybody really does care about singles, and I definitely watch singles more. But doubles is wild. There's so many moving parts, um, and it is just amazing to see. And when you play doubles, and you can really start getting into um, like more strategies and things that you can do and how can you take more space at the net and everything i I, i'm really starting to enjoy doubles a lot more uh, because i've been playing more myself recently Mm -hmm. so i've been really enjoying doubles because it's helped me work on my net game a little bit which is something that oh was always sorely lacking yeah net game Mm -hmm. it's an important dimension i don't know it might be a little bit important maybe a little bit important you sometimes you see people approach the net yeah Sometimes they, they, they end the points at the net. I don't know. Not me. Really? No, I only go up to the net to get the ball back. Get the ball back and then the run back to the playing. baseline. Yeah, well, if they just dribble it over the net, that's what I do. I don't stay up there. Yeah. I don't that hang the... out up there. I don't want to be embarrassed by a passing shot. You're a true Dominic team fan. <laughs> well, I, I just... <laughs> you just want to stand in the back and hit the ball as hard as you can and pretty, grind all day. Pretty much, but <laughs> I, I, I'm going to hit it out there. But better I commit the error than they do something good. Oh, okay. That's my. Uh, that's my what is that Chengiz Khan quote that is like, I, I, if if I lose, everybody else must fail. Also, that's good. That's kind of yeah. the same. It's kind. Of, I mean, idea. they still win the point, but they don't get the joy. Of exactly. Of actually, shot. no confidence. I don't want them to get any confidence. Okay. Yeah. I play against a player who you'd rather be like, oh, yeah. The only reason you won the point is because I sucked that point. Exactly. You want to be like, oh, look at my failures. You're just using my failures to boost your win. ego exactly that's false confidence right there 
Absolutely, it absolutely is because mm. then you come back and take every point after that. Yeah. So Stan Vavrinka. Real quick though, we did. Uh, we got that Cuevas match. Pablo Cuevas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't. We didn't explicitly make a prediction, but we said that that was likely one that could happen. And Kyle Edmund did the retire in the third set, where um, I'd have to see if he was actually injured or anything. Um, but I'd imagine it was a. This is over. Probably. Yeah. So I, Cuevas I'd... is playing Dominic tomorrow. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. And, uh, but I imagine that in the battle of clay quarters. Yes. Dominic is slowly, uh, I mean, he is slowly starting to cement himself in this era. I mean, he's already a great clay court player and he has wins amongst some of the best clay quarters of all time. If he can continue that pace and clip, he'll like slowly cement himself as one of the greatest clay court players. If he can keep doing that. So I'd imagine though that. Well, people, people, yeah, right now in this era, he's generally considered to be. The best, the, best, ap- yeah. the best after Rafa. Yeah. And I mean, and then Novak is the the person who people say is the closest to com- competition is Novak. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh, Novak's better than Dominic on clay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Novak's better than everyone else on every other surface. So yeah. Novak is, the, he's just unstoppable. What's the point? Yeah. yeah. The, the only person who's better than Novak <laughs> on a surface is Rafa on clay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what. That's like the, that is the only one. And that's just by, there was that period in time where Novak was just destroying everybody. Yeah. And he might have been better on clay. But Rafa, consistency-wise. Yeah, that's always been. Yeah, he's the the clay goat. And I, it. That's not hard to really. I mean, like. That's pretty hard to argue with. That's not really hard to agree with, though. Yeah. No, no, it's not hard to agree with at all. But I can't imagine. Like, I'm starting to think, that makes me go, what he's done is so fucking impossible. I know. Like, who, who <laughs> will anyone ever do anything like that again? Because he has literally won almost every clay cur- tournament that he's played since he was like 19. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's, that's just stupid. <laughs> How do you, you have to start winning Grand Slams at the French when you're 18 to reasonably compete almost. Yeah. Just to, or you would have to, you'd have to do it at such a young age to, let's say you peaked as a player. Let's say you peak as a player at like 33, right? Well, he has 11 right now. So if yeah. Dominic wins this one and he wants to beat Rogers, not sorry, Rafa's record, he would have to win Grand Slams every year starting now at the French Open until he's 36. Yeah. And then to beat him until he's 37. Yeah. And Rafa would know? have to not win. And then there. to actually significantly beat him until he's 38. You yeah. Know? If you want to have one more than another person. I don't really think that's... That's not feasible. That's that's not enough. You need to have more than that. Yeah. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I would Mm-mm. love to see it happen. That yeah. would be a spectacular 14 years of tennis. That reminds me of that Wilt Chamberlain quote that um, if he knew that the scoring title could have been broken, he would have put it so far out of reach that nobody could do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Rafa is the Wilt Chamberlain of clay. He just said... Oh, yeah, those records. Let me just go and put that way, way up there yeah. on that top shelf. And you guys can't even see that top shelf. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's, it's not, uh, it's just something that Rafa, for, I mean, he's, he's, he's like a freak on yeah. clay. That, that's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. So then we have, we have Stan and Grigor playing, and that is a not close match. Not finished yet. 
They did not finish. And I don't think it's suspended. So that was the other yeah. match that, or one of the other matches that looked like was suspended. But seven, the, the match. seven, six, seven, six, and love, 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 love. Third. Man, mm. that is, um, that at that point, uh, you're just coming back and playing a three set match almost. You you can uh, depending yeah, exactly. on how depending on how well he's recovered and how how tiring those because the thing is is when you're playing Stan uh, and how big he can hit too it, you're not grinding as much as you would be against Rafa right so the next yeah. day the what is it the the carryover for to the next day won't be as bad no it won't be that and yeah. if Grigor can recover well and get his mind right and everything he he really just has to come back and say okay let me just. Let me. I just need to win three good sets. I'm just starting over. That's well, actually not a bad spot for him to stop. Whereas I think the Tsitsipas and uh, Kujovic, Krajanovic, Krajanovic. I keep. I can't get his name right. There's too many eyes okay. next to J's. Yeah, that don't make sense to me. And um, that Krajanovic. is a uh, not as good of a stop. I don't think. No, definitely not. Yeah. Unless not even close. Unless Krajanovic wins that yeah. set, which. He had a chance to. Yeah, that that's why it's not as good. Yeah. I don't think because he, he really had a chance to close it out. And he and unfortunately we saw what happened. Yeah, that's gonna be so. It's gonna be probably Tsitsipas against Stan mm-hmm. in the round of sixteen, which is it's gonna be nice. That that's is a good be match. An interesting match to watch. Yeah, Two one handed backhands. Big hitting one handed backhands. Yeah. But Stan having, I think. Probably one of the flattest backhands on tour. Yeah, if I'd have to. Oh, I, I mean, I haven't looked at his RPMs, but the his ability to go up the line with his backhand, yeah, he's... and just rip it is ridiculous. And I love seeing. I mean, he's, he's one of my favorite backhands. Yeah. yeah, taking it right off the bounce and then just. Yeah, his ability to get it out of. So Fed does this thing where he, where he carries it out of the slot almost. Mm-hmm. Stan says, yeah, get that the fuck out of here. Yeah. And just, he nuclear bombs it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Because they do, so um, my coach is, uh, he he calls it the photo, uh, the phone booth. Mm-hmm. Player's ability to keep the ball out of the phone booth, which is your space. Like if you had a square around, around you. you. Yeah. Your ability to, if a ball is starting to get there, to get it out and get it out with significant power. So that you don't jam yourself. Yeah. Right? So that you, so that you can put the ball, so players are really good one, they can put the ball wherever they want. Yeah, that's like once you get into pro level players, they can all do that. Now you're getting into top 100 players. They can then do that and then really do something with the ball. Then you're looking at someone like Stan who can say, "Oh yeah, I can even if that gets into my space, hit a nuclear bomb from yeah. that shot." That's that's what he's doing with his backhand. And yeah, and the a player like you know, Sitsipas just gives himself enough space by. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's kind of what we're seeing too. With some of these younger players like Tsitsipas and Shapovalov, hitting these loopier backhands, they do similar types of. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of space used yeah. in their shots. Where Stan, he does too, but the way he takes it, he takes it almost. Uh, I believe uh, he takes it back almost in the slot immediately. Yeah. He takes it more straight back, and then he's able to just go right out of that. Whereas you see Fed, he loops it down. He almost he brings it mm-hmm. flat, like ninety degrees up, and everything. Um, so I'm excited for that, Matt. Well, first off. He has to get through Grigor. Um, Tsitsipas has to get through yeah. Krajanovic. Yeah. I imagine that if if I had to pick one to lose, I have to think about it, actually. You'd have to think about it? Well, yeah, I think I that Tsitsipas think that, is going to get to the quarterfinals. If I he, think Tsitsipas will get through. The thing is, though, is that I could see 
the th- these are the possibilities I see where um, Tsitsipas could lose because he um, like let's say he's just he he still isn't solidified like Dominic is. Yeah, right? he's also like playing against Stan. So yeah, mm-hmm. and then that's a that's a that's not that's no nobody. Yeah. right? but Tsitsipas is a great gamesman. Yeah, so he he'll definitely put some ideas in into Stan's head. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, I was I, saying um, earlier to Lucas, you can pick up a Sitsipas at any match at any time. Start watching it at <laughs> any time, and he is doing something to fuck with the other player. <laughs> and it, like he just he is the worst guy on tour. I'm gonna say that. So I, we picked that up in the middle of that broadcast. That moment there, it looked. Uh, so I, I don't have all the inf- all the context, but it looked you know all sorts of grime. It looked all sorts of grime. It 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 smelled like bullshit. Yeah. Which is the let's stop now. You're about to serve for the set, and then he won the point, and it's like, oh wow, look at that! I yeah. guess that it being let's keep playing. Yeah, ah, yeah. That he was that weird game. situation we were talking about earlier. Yeah, I, I that, that's did not, not the, like seeing that. It's not the only thing he he's he's notorious <laughs> for for doing this stuff. Yeah. I that you have two sides of this camp though, where it's uh, well, he should be using the rules that way. Because I know that there, there are people who, who, who think that, but the best players don't, don't do that. They don't do that. The best players absolutely do not make themselves unliked by the other players, okay. right? Yeah. Like Novak, other players respect Novak a lot. Yeah. And I think that in general, players probably like him a lot too. Yeah. Because he's everything they want to be. An amazing player, the best in the world, and he has a mostly functioning brain. Unlike all of them, <laughs> it's like they're like there's you know hamsters on wheels. <laughs> but with 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 Sitsipas, it's like nobody wants to be the guy who's like you know getting griming. Yeah, exactly, griming. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and and I'm not the only one who has this complaint of it. Complaint yeah. against him. A lot of people have said this. Yeah, that he is the one who started that fight with Dino. Mm-hmm. That he is the one who, whenever there's something that happens on the court, it's in a match of his. It's him. <laughs> He's is, the one who's doing it. Federer got mad at him. And Federer, really? yeah, Federer got mad at him in the Australian Open match because he took so many timeouts for medical treatment. Yeah, he took like as many as you can take before retiring, and it was just for like back massages and stuff. Obviously, I know cramp, that it, if it's cramping, you can't take a you yeah, can't but, take a medical. But it, no, you can't for cramping. I know. Yeah. But I he, wonder um, if that uh, that's possibly what was going on with his low back, though. You know what I mean? That's I know. A, that's the information that we never have. So if that well, is happening, then that's, then super, say, that's super grime. Yeah, but it, either way, the the accusation is that he was doing it to you know get time, get the and pace. Set, of the yeah, match, exactly, yeah. and sort of like because Roger plays so quickly. Roger plays incredibly fast so, on his serve, especially. Yeah. And so he was slowing down this match yeah. to try and throw Roger's tempo off. Hmm. I'll have to go back and watch a little bit of that because I'm that is fascinating to me. And it's ugh, I don't like seeing that stuff because uh, again, have not competed at a professional level. I, I played in college, but um, in college there is always the players that you're like, oh my yeah. god, this guy. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's I don't know how that like that carries into the pro game, but I'm sure there's players on tour. That are like, oh my god, this guy. It's like Luca, Luca Rousseau. Rousseau. Yeah. Everybody on tour hates you. Nobody yeah, likes you. Yeah, like, like he, he, you don't want to be that guy. Especially to so Andy. So what do we have to cover? Yeah. Let's close out. Let's cover these matches real quick. Okay. 
Um, so so I uh, I'd imagine Stan comes out and beats Grigor though, um, but there's always a possibility. Um, and then the matches that we have coming up, uh, we have Zverev who is actually playing well at this tournament. Um, Unbelievably, yeah, and he actually has another player that uh, I'd imagine he he has potential to beat uh, Lajovic. Lajovic, Lajovic well. is great. Yeah, he's good, but um, if Zverev has the momentum. Of like, if he's feeling himself at this tournament, he's playing well. He ha- every t- he, yeah. You're gonna go with Zverev. Um, I I'd want to see who he plays next. Cause no, I'd, not to win the whole thing, but to win no, this no, match. no, to win this match. I think I'd have to watch more. Uh, Lajovic. Okay, and... well, I'm gonna go with Dusan. Okay, Dusan. Dusan Lajovic. Okay. Yeah. I will pick Zverev uh, just for comp- just for the reason of competition. I will pick Zverev because I don't know as much uh, in this situation, and I think that it's possible that he could be playing well at this tournament. He is that, playing well, yeah. So that, but that'll uh, never stop Zverev from playing badly if he can. Oh yeah, if he wants to play badly, he will. I, I just don't really like tennis right now. Yeah. He, I really that's just don't like tennis. What he's like, I, but I really do like Zverev now. I yeah. used to I, remember a year ago. Everybody listening to this, I used to hate him. I know. I can't wait for the day where you convert on. Tsitsipas. I'm not going to. I, <laughs> I like. I never felt the same way yeah. about Sitsipas. And then we have uh, we have Fognini versus Roberta Batista Agu. I'm going to say um, that one's harder. I'm going to say either Fabio in three or Agu. In five. Agu in five? Yeah. I'm going to say Fabio in four. I'm going to say Fabio in four. I I don't think that Fabio will be able to win that if it goes over three. That's my my whole theory. Interesting. Okay. I think that... uh, He he has played a lot of five-set matches, though. Yeah, but he's just going to become uninterested. You think I? I don't know. I, I, I don't hopefully know. Yeah, I know he's a, played a lot a of five yeah, set matches, but uh, hopefully we're seeing a change here in him a little bit. So I'm I'm actually going to go with Fognini on this okay. one. I think in four. I think that's a good prediction for me. Novak Djokovic against the the um, world famous S Caruso, M- the most famous person <laughs> ever. I'm going uh, man. I, Hard fame, to fame versus one of the greatest players of all time. I think I'm going to pick Novak. I don't know who. I'm going to pick Novak in three. And then we have Struff versus George. Which, um, this uh, could be some trouble for George, but uh, we don't know exactly, uh, like, what, obviously we don't know what's going to happen, but. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Struff for this. You are. Yeah. yeah. I think it's highly possible that he could win if he's still playing really well. And he did, who did he beat in his last match? He won in three or four. He won in four. He won in four. And then Chorich, was there something going on in his match as well? There was something I thought I had gone to the screen. Wait, 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 let me go to, let me find. Yeah. Let's see what his score was real quick. One second. And, We'll see, because I just want to know, like, having the indicators of how they were playing earlier in the tournament is, that's usually my favorite go-to, especially when you get into this part. But, oh, Struff just came off a win of Shapovalov. That was his first, that was the round of 128. That's right. We talked about that a little bit, but I'm going, I'm going with Struff then. If he's, if he's beating Shapovalov 
and he's playing really well. And somewhere where we've said before he has had a little bit of success playing well against Rafa here, I'll go with him. With Struff. With Struff? I'll agree with you on that. Okay. Well, then I'm going to change my mind. Okay. I'm looking for Borna. I'm having some trouble finding him. Let's see with the... Uh, let's see. Borna and he... Um, he played fairly well leading up to the uh, to the French, though, correct? Though. Oh, he, he beat... Borna beat um, he a, a South African player named Lloyd Harris. Okay, there we go. And... No. And uh, Struff beat... Radu Alba. Yeah. I'm four. Go- and then he's a Frenchman as well. I'm going or he's a Radu played he- very well against mm-hmm. Roger. I'm gonna stick with Struff. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with Struff. Okay. And you're gonna switch to Chorch? Yeah, I'm switching to Borna. Okay, here we go. That way one of us will be right on almost all of these picks. Exactly. Then we can say, oh, we're right. <laughs> yeah, we're right on everything, actually. As a group, the podcast is always right. Yeah. And then we have Karen Kachanov against Klezan. That's a difficult one. I'm gonna Klez- go with Karen. You are? Yeah. Uh, I will so agree with you yeah. and go with Kachanov. You can't. You can't agree okay, with I'll pick Klezan. It doesn't work. I'll pick Klezan then. I'll pick Klezan. Klezan is someone who has performed really well and gone really deep okay. in a slam before, notably yeah, the US Open. Okay. Let's see if he does it again. I, I think Dominic he, team against Cuevas. Oh, I'm going to go with Dominic on this one. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to pick Cuevas. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> no, I'm not. I think that he actually has the clay court <laughs> capabilities in order. No, I'm going to pick Dominic. You can't pick Dominic. <laughs> I I'm victim. No. Can I pick him first then? Can we redo this? Okay, let's go. Okay, you're gonna, so you're, the next match we have up is Dominic versus Cuevas. I pick Dominic. Who do you pick? I already beat you to this. <laughs> We're moving on. We're moving on. Um, Gael. I'm going to say Gael. You're taking my pick. You're taking my. I I'm not go even first reading both names. I want to go. I want to go first on this one. Anthony Huang. Okay, so I'm going Huang, and you're going Gael. Yes. Okay, Jordan Thompson against Juan Martin Del Potro. I'm, I'm going Del, go Del, Del, Del Potro. I'm going to go with Del Potro on this. <laughs> I one. said Juan already. You <sighs> have to go with Jordan Thompson. It's okay. like you're going to be wrong about everything. I hope we have just one of the biggest upset. No, 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 no. In French Open, we, and we, then we I'm can, right on We can agree on that one. Okay, we can agree on on Juan. Yeah. I hope it's five sets, so we get tears. That's all I want. And then we have Kay. Jordan Thompson. I'm going with Kay Nishikori over Benoit Pair. Even though I did talk a little bit earlier saying that it could be somewhat of a struggle for him if he uh, is possibly injury prone. I'll, I'll agree with you. I'm going to go with Kay Nishikori on this yeah. one too. And then we have Roger Federer versus... Meyer. Meyer. I... Leonardo I'm actually Meyer. going to pick Roger and I'm going to pick Roger in four, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm going to also go with Roger. Okay. The reason I'm picking four is because from the previous two like matches, a, I'm acting like there's like a really a choice between these two. Yeah, uh, there's there's not much of a choice. But but Meyer Meyer actually could he's a clay clay court specialist. He beat mm-hmm. Diego Schwartzman. Mm-hmm. Diego's a big one. A clay court specialist. So. Yeah, I would think I, I'm going to say four though. I think he's uh, like again everyone's starting to play really well at this point, and uh, Roger having some slips even though he he won all his sets having some kinks in the armor uh this tournament so far and then we have one more that was up there yes and then we'll close it we out we have on the 25 year old juan ignacio londero against nadal <sighs> well we obviously can't pick both on this one touting how rafa is the greatest of all time on clay fine you can pick rafa Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll pick Rafa then. I'll this is gonna, I'm I'm confident that Landero is going to win this. Okay, in three. Yeah, and he's going to win it in three. Maybe they'll have a, a five set war. 
Maybe that would be more exciting. Exactly. No. All right. So that is everything that is. We already going talked on. about the the Sitsi Boss and yep. mm-hmm. that all that nonsense. Yeah. All right, everybody. That was that day of the French Open, and we'll have we'll do another day soon uh, when we can get together. And thank you so much for tuning in. What are we doing? Are we doing a clap? Three, two, one. No, th- we say through. No, we say through. No, I forgot what we were going to say. We we're going to try and say it too. You told me about this last time, Tad. We've got to let the we're people not gonna, go. We're not, no, we'll we'll figure it out. We're going to figure out like a closing, like we'll we'll we're going to figure out like a closing synchronized thing that we do. But you guys aren't going to be able to see it anyway. Okay. So well, we we got to figure this out because we got the we got the people on the line here. I know. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. I will see you guys for the next time we do this. Love you guys. Bye.